0: I remember calling my parents at one point and be like, "They're like, yeah. So how's football going? Whatever the case would be, it's going good. But this new freshman quarterback, he be throwing the tight ends the ball. <laughs> I remember me and Jay Hall I had talked to it, talked about it before. I was like, "I ain't gonna lie, he just threw me the ball from Tuskegee like that."
1: Yo, what's up, Sitter fans? This is your host, Jeremiah Hall, number 27 on the field, but number one in your hearts. You already know who's with me, my boy, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, Braden Willis, and this is the podcast on the prairie. Braden, What's good, my man? What's good, my boy? Breaking news on Twitter. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Yes, sir. as we record, ladies and gentlemen, there has been breaking news on Twitter. But give us a couple seconds. We're going to talk about our personal lives, if you guys care. Hopefully, you guys don't don't switch or not switch, skip. Hopefully, you guys don't skip this part of the podcast.
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think enough. so. I think they actually like to have insight
1: you know, into the, the life of a student athlete. I don't know. I'm just saying. If I see on Twitter that you guys skipped our personal lives, Introduction, because we said there was breaking news. I'm going to be hot. Oh man, you shouldn't
0: even said it at that point. I didn't even think about that. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. They could go
1: back and listen to it after. It's all good. I'm playing. I love the fans, regardless. But, anyways, not much has been going on, man. I uh, I haven't really done too so much. Just been wrapping up my 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 fifth year. You know, I think. Let's see what's happened. I was supposed to go on a study abroad trip to Israel in, in the beginning of January. Like that was going to be my last class. That was going to be my intercession class in order to graduate. And that's just something that my MBA program does. However, I, I signed up for the virtual option because I was planning on us being in a playoffs, going to the national championship, all that deal. And so Israel, that's where we're going. I don't know if I mentioned that, but Israel just closed their borders due to the uh, COVID, the Omicron or whatever the new variant is. And so our trip was just canceled two days ago, or I shouldn't say hour because I'm not a part of it. But the trip was just canceled. And today in class, this was our first time meeting. It was supposed to be like a pre-session um, deal before we everybody goes over. Everybody was heated, man. Everybody was asking for a refund. Uh, asking the to, to, to pass, fail the class. My boy Aaron stood up in front of everybody and was like, "Just this just ain't it. We brought the advisor in. And bro, it was class started at 12.45. I think we talked about this for at least 45 minutes. So my NBA gang, for those of you listening, we fought hard today, but we lost, man. We, we're still going to have to. You know, the worst part about it, bro, from January 3rd, that entire first week, we're supposed to be on Zoom from 9 to 5. Like, who does that? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's why the conversation was so long because they went from a study abroad trip to being on Zoom for over 50 hours. Like, come on now. Wow. If anybody, if any of our listeners have a plug to the NBA program, can you please contact Eddie or Laku and tell them to just, you know what I'm saying? Like, help a brother out. Nobody wants to do that. So, yeah, no, no way. That happened earlier. At- yeah. Yeah. That happened earlier today. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can. Oh, I mean, this didn't happen this weekend, but I also just got done telling a friend how my catalytic converter got stolen a month or two ago, and more. So, I can talk about that. I, I guess I'll touch on it real quick. I was talking to my friend about it, but um, yeah, I guess that's the deal. In in more Oklahoma now, people are stealing catalytic converters for the platinum inside inside of it and selling it for like a thousand dollars or plus. However much I don't know how much it's worth, but hmm. yeah. If you don't know what that is, man, basically without it, your car sounds like a race car, and so yeah, that's uh, a <laughs> that, that was a little bit going to weird. more. What'd you say? So I won't be going to more. Yeah, bro, more's uh Come yeah. On. I don't know, more the hood now? No, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man, what about you, man? What you got going?
0: Man, same old, same old with me. You know, I'm studying for these finals. I walk in T-minus, what, five days now? Yeah, something like that. You know, I want to say that whoever made uh, finals and, like, graduating, commencements, and walking on on the same day, they should be fired because that's not it. I have a final on Friday, and I walk from 8 to 10, and I walk. Um, what, I got to be there at 5,
1: 5.30? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you're really going to be done like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they say you're going to finish up on the On same- Friday. I'm going to finish
0: <laughs> up on Friday. But, yeah, so just doing that, been studying, man. Got to get these last two class. Econ major, man. I know when I posted my paper thing, a lot of people were like, oh, econ. Yeah, econ's not sweet. But uh it's just – you know, it's the econ, you know there's not much more to say, but uh, yeah, so do that, looking forward to this Friday, and uh
1: other than that
0: man, nothing much,
1: you know it makes you feel any better. We have practice on Saturday, and I have my graduation right after that, so that's true, oh, wait, do we have practice on
0: do we have practice on Friday? I think so, or. I'm not sure we we'll have to look at teamwork after this. I'm not sure how that's going to work if I have a final from eight to ten. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's anyways, just, yeah. Anyways,
1: that's <laughs> the point. Around the world in college football, the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Bryce Young wins. Honestly, bro, I haven't been on this earth for too long, but this has got to be the most Heisman, not Heisman, award ever. Like, there I, said, a- I said
0: that. I said it's just something felt off about it this year. Also, I told one of my um, some some guys that I used to go to school with. Um, you know, uh, what's his name? Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. Yeah, uh, great player, bro. Um, great player. I mean, game changer and everything like that. But it just felt like they just kind of threw him in there. Am I like? Am I wrong or like? Yeah, I th- I mean he's been playing great all year. Especially I, against Ohio State, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I felt like they needed to get a defensive player in, and I'm glad they did. But it just kind of – I don't know. Everything just kind of felt thrown together to me this year. I don't know. Maybe – I don't
1: mm, – but, but just outright guy, you
0: know. Yeah. I will say, though, three sacks and what, 14 pressures versus Ohio State is crazy. So, I mean, you know. But, um yeah, I don't know. Just the whole thing just kind of felt thrown together. It just – I don't know. Something felt off about it.
1: Yeah, it's cool though that Bryce Young won, and he still has eligibility left. So, does that mean that he can go ahead and do that that deal with Nissan, like as a college player? Because we've never seen that before.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I guess he can now with NIL being the thing. That's that's um, be a lot of money. That's a, I was just gonna say that's a lot of money. <laughs> remember, <laughs> when, um, remember when? Remember <laughs> when earlier this year? Uh, Coach Saban was like, uh, I think Bryce Young has already made a million dollars in NIL money, and NIL just became a thing. And we were all like, really? Now he he really might. (laughs) I'm not lying now. That's crazy. Congrats to him. Congrats to him. Yeah, congrats to him. That's big time. Yeah. So. Oh, he has a podcast as well. What'd you say? He has a podcast as well, Bryce
1: Young. Yeah. I'm wondering he's probably got more followers than us, huh? No, no. Our our producer Alex says no. Hey, I I'm so, I've been looking around college football, and I think we have the number one podcast in college football. I mean, I so, mean,
0: we're just, we, you know, our 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 fans are just them people. We just got the guys and the girls, man. We just we got the best fans
1: in the nation. You know what I'm saying? Our fans are great, ladies and gentlemen. I think somebody should go and, and help us out and confirm this but i'm pretty sure we have the most successful player-led podcast in all of college football so that's a testament to you guys and and the listeners and everything but moving on to uh let's see what else we got going on oh coach uh coach levy just got hired
0: oh yeah coach levy good guy man met him uh I mean, obviously, JD kind of gave a prelude into Coach Lebby last week when we talked about it on the last pod. You know, him being roommates with him and everything like that. But I met him uh, as soon as I met uh, Coach Venables as well. And uh, yeah,
1: great, great, great guy. Yeah. What did I talk about that story of when I ran into BB in the hallway? Yeah, I
0: what think I already said
1: about that. What did you say? Oh, about when um, you know the double pass, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's the only interaction I've gotten with him. You know, uh, BB uh, Brett Venables, he's been meeting with all the young guys who are coming back, so I haven't got a yeah. chance to meet with the old head yet. <laughs> and guys that are possibly think on the on the yeah. events, like myself, On the events, like uh like Braden. They're they're the priority right now, I guess. <laughs> he's like, I, I'll see Jay Hall whenever I see him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, that's funny, though. Speaking of guys that are on the fence, breaking news, like we just said, ladies and gentlemen, Austin Staudner and Spencer Rattler have just been confirmed to South Carolina. I think that's a great move.
0: Great move. I mean, I saw I, I was on Twitter when it actually happened, or went, like when I saw it, and I said someone said, like, who wouldn't want to play for Beamer? Exactly. Who wouldn't want to play for Beamer? Beamer's just a, such an easy guy to play for. And then, you know, that talent that he's bringing in South Carolina, man, they're going to be scary, man. Stog and Smith's together, that's going to be scary, you know, bring, a, you know, guys that they already have into the equation. I know they got pretty good receivers as well. Um, their defense did a great job throughout the year, man. They, You know, th- this might be their big break. So, man, shout out to Coach Beamer. That's big, like, yeah. really big. When is signing day? Do you know? It's signing day soon. It's actually around the corner. I think it's in like two days or something like that. Yeah, like I was
1: going in the next to say, couple of days. I was going to say if, if Beamer could I'm pretty sure he's probably putting in work right now because he might even try and go get a receiver that he might not have been able to get before. Because yeah. somehow going to want to go play with Spencer. With Spence.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine also, you know. With transferring, like, which we'll talk we'll, – we'll speak on in a second, the transfer portal, you know, he might be able to get some really talented receivers just because of that. I mean, think about, you know, the or – you know what I'm saying? Just guys like that that are in the portal. So, you know, yeah, guys want to play with good quarterbacks, receivers, you know. So, um yeah, yeah but that's going to be exciting to watch, man. I'm excited for them. I'm happy for them. You know, if they do well, nobody deserves it more
1: than those three guys. So – the portal has definitely changed the landscape of college football you know i love it to be honest with you because it's crazy how coaches leave like i don't i'll never speak bad on lincoln riley ever 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 ever. but he just up and left and the portal now gives players freedom to to up and leave too you know we don't i'm I'm not gonna lie this this may sound kind of selfish but i don't I didn't commit to the University of Oklahoma. I committed to the staff. And, and the I, the environment also helps, but I wanted to play under this system. And so when the system fails, it's only right that a player has the option to, to switch systems. I mean, coaches can do it. Why, why not the players? And so I hate when I hear coaches talk down on the portal and say things aren't always green on the other side or whatever and all this other stuff when they bring in transfers as well. And so it's it's crazy to hear certain people talk on it in certain ways. Mm. I know it's not good for everybody. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying all our freshmen should up and leave. But for guys that have played, guys like Spencer, guys like Stagner who have already established themselves but are looking for that boost somewhere else, I think it's a
0: great opportunity. I agree. I mean, like you said, just situations change, you know, different there's just different things change you're in college for four or five years a lot can change in that time man and like you said i mean not saying that it's always been on the other side because sometimes it's not you know there are some times where it's probably not the best move but for guys like that like you said that can go somewhere and you know have a fresh new slate whatever the case would be that are already established you know it's it's a good thing so i agree with you I, i think it's good for football Yeah. Can it be can it be abused? Yes. But I mean, it it just gives players a little bit more freedom and players deserve that for how much we go through. You know what I'm saying? Put our body on the line and nobody like you said, like a a new coach comes in and say, like, this is an extreme case. I know we got our O.C., but say we brought in another O.C. that ran Army's offense. Like you think like the receivers are going to stay here for that? You know what I'm saying? It's just just thinking
1: about it in that way, you know, definitely. I do think that players who look at it from this perspective, you know, when they're only in the system for a year or two and they're not playing just decide to up and leave. You know, I I don't really like when that happens because honestly, if you can't rise to the level that you're supposed to be able to play at, for example, here at the university of Oklahoma, how do you expect to go and play in the league when guys are even better? How do you expect to learn how to rise up and play? For example, you know, I didn't play that much my first two years, but I got better because I had to, I didn't have a choice. Right. And so we have that type of mindset. That's what brings success. Not, Oh, I'm not having success. I'm going to find another destination to go where things are easier. Like, no, nah, that's not how, that's not how the portal should be used at all. Right. And so I like the transport portal though. It has its pros. It has its cons. Definitely. But Overall, I'm, I'm a fan for it. I have no reason to leave, though. So, like, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, saying, yeah, nah, I, I, uh, I, I like the portal. I hope it, I hope it doesn't change. I hope, uh, I hope NIL stays. I hope the portal stays. And yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are not liking it, but I promise you it's going to be a lot better when it shakes up and it's all settled. Right now it's just kind of crazy because, you know, they're relatively new, especially the NIL thing. But after a while it's going to, you know, shake out and
1: it's going to be even. I will say, though, something needs to be done about these these, these coaches just up and leaving right before the bowl game. Yeah.
0: You know? I don't know. It's that because, that Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, that that I don't, happened a lot this last these last couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, I can. It's I and it's not. really, you know, what it is it's the new signing day. It's yeah, they're doing that because it's the new signing day. They got to get that's places and recruit and stuff like that, and I understand that, but
1: it, yeah, I don't like. That's it, exactly man. what I was about to say. It's tricky because players like us start to opt out, and then the bowl game then has less value especially when you're talking about games outside of the New Year Six or really games outside of the playoffs. If you're not going to the playoffs, guys are going to opt out. When they opt out, less guys play. When less guys play, the value of your game decreases because you're naturally probably going to have less viewers. You know, I don't know how many people care that much, but there has to be some type of science behind that and math of the viewers and people opting out. So there's that. But, like you said, Brandon, there's also the recruiting aspect of well, if you wait until the end of December, then you already have recruits that have signed because of the new National Signing Day. And, you know, guys are, are moving between semesters. Some people start the first week of January, some people start the second week of January, like us. So, I don't know. There, there's some pros and cons to it, but I. I don't know. I just feel like something needs to be done. You know, maybe if I were to sit down and think about it a little bit more, I'm not sure, but I think the NCAA needs to at least address it. You know, I I I don't know. I don't know. That's not what we get paid for. (laughs) Exactly. That's above our pay grade. For sure. For sure. All right, guys, moving on to our next part of the podcast. We have somebody that. That you guys might want to tune in for it coming up next on the podcast. I'm to our special guest, all right. Sooner Nation, the man you have all been waiting for, the guy that we didn't think we'd ever get on the podcast, Superman himself, number 13 on the field, Caleb Williams. What's up, boy? Not much, not much. How's it going, man? I appreciate we appreciate you for coming on to the podcast, man. You have been. Highly, highly requested, and we finally got you on here. So uh hoping we can entertain all our all Man, our listeners they want. a little bit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> give, them, give them what they want. Yes, sir. If uh for everybody that didn't know, Sooner Nation, Caleb is my sneaker buddy, and y'all know I like my <laughs> shoes. I done talked about it multiple times, and Jay Hall's gonna be like, Oh, here they go. But he is my sneaker buddy. We talk about shoes all, all the time. The time. So every yeah, before every H. game, during the week, whatever wearing it is, week.
2: whatever you're wearing up top, bottoms, shoes, everything. hats, with everything. We're what we want to get off. in
0: the future. Sure. Just what we're all getting soon. What we got on the way, all of You that, know what so. I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, I'm so so it's, a, it's good to have another guy on the pod that you know feels the same way I do about shoes, cause Jay Hall be teasing me or whatever. So I'm gonna give
2: you a Jay Hall walks room. in with some. With some shoes that are questionable sometimes, but I let them slide. I let them slide because it's my old head, but it's cool. I'm gonna
1: give y'all a, a one-minute limit on these shoes, man. You know, I don't really care about that stuff, bro. I just y'all see me walking with my Jesus sandals and I I, was,
2: I your gray ones, I see them all the time. Yes,
1: yes, yes. they're comfortable, yeah. like uh, they look comfy. You look ain't, They get the job no, done. There is nobody I'm trying to hit on inside that facility. I'm just
0: <laughs> Right. <folks>. <laughs> true, <laughs>
1: right. True. <laughs> true, true. True, maybe,
2: true, true. Maybe
1: when I get to the league and I can splurge a little bit, I'll I, I get my drip up. I'll give y'all a call or something. There you I go. Like that. I got you. All right. Not wasting any time. Caleb Sooner Nation wants to know. We're going to get right into this interview. First things first, your recruitment. Just before mm-hmm. we ask any questions, tell us about how you got to Oklahoma.
2: Yeah. Oklahoma was actually my um, last offer um, of all my offers. I had uh, I had probably thirty plus, um, and from all across the country and things like that. So Oklahoma was actually my last offer, which is which is kind of you no know, normally isn't um, isn't how it goes um, when kids go to go to a school like Oklahoma. Um, they normally offer you early, and you end up going to that school um, after, after many visits and, and all of that. So I, um, I was actually in Florida 2019 and it was January 1st, I believe, or it was right after the ball drop, something like that. And coach Riley calls me or it's a few hours before the ball drop, actually. And coach Riley calls me and tells me that I'm uh that I have an offer from Oklahoma. And after that, it was, it was kind of, uh, I was down to a couple of schools, um, LSU, Oklahoma, Maryland, Penn state, and Clemson. Um, and, and I went on all visits, um, went on, went to a bunch of visits for, to all those schools and, um, uh, Oklahoma ended up being the place, but before I chose Oklahoma, um, I was actually about to go to a bunch of other schools or a couple other schools and not going to name them, but sec schools and things like that. But, um, the guy that was committed here, um, he's at an SEC school and um, I ended up a, co- a bunch of coaches ended up leaving from the SEC schools that I was about to commit to and things like that. So I I said, no what I'm gonna back off, I'm gonna I'm gonna be patient and 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 kinda just um, kind of just see how things shake out. And I ended up wanting to come here after I got the offer, um, a few months after. And I told Coach Riley, because the guy was still committed, I told Coach Riley that I would walk on here even with the guy committed. And no offense to him and things like that, but I feel as, you know, how confident I am in myself, how much work I put in that I can beat anybody out as long as I put the work in and keep doing what I was doing. Um, Working hard, um, learning, paying attention, um, eager to learn, and things like that. So that's a part of it. Um, And then when I actually committed, which was July 4th, I um I ended up making like the, the thing they call the Sooner Summit. It was a big thing that blew up, and it was over COVID time. And me and my dad and um kind of kind of put together our own little recruiting trip and got got a bunch of guys out to Oklahoma. Um, and then after that, uh, we got you know I got to meet all the guys and most of the guys that went on the Sooner Summit actually committed um, to Oklahoma, and I've been with them since you know January or 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 August or whatever when when the um non mid years uh came in. Um so I've been with them and you know talking to them through group chats and hanging around them at the Sooner Summit. They all end up committing and we're all here now. We've you know it's been it's been fun. It's been a journey. Um but it has it has been fun um through all the ups and ups and downs that we've had so far
1: this year. Man, you're ballsy, bro. You com you said you were coming anyways when somebody else was committed. That was that was a five star. How huh? What yeah. was I know you said you have confidence in yourself and we all do but yeah like how do you just just say that I'm coming anyways you know
2: I told, so we actually that the 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 quote is um I'll walk on and I'll earn my scholarship that was the that was the exact thing that we said and um, and my dad talked about for However long um, we talked about it for a while, but um, that's what we said, and we were like, somebody else can have that offer, a wide receiver that I'll be throwing to once I'm starting, or whatever, re- or a running back that I'll be handing the ball off to, a lineman that'll be blocking for me, uh, whoever else, defensive wise. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just confidence that I had in myself that I've worked. I mean, I've worked before I even got to this this opportunity to get this offer. I mean, I worked. I, I worked my tail off getting up at 5.30 in the morning um, before school when I was 10 um, and did that for a couple of years before I got to high school. So I used to get up at 5.30. We used to call it breakfast club. Get up 5.30 in the, or we used to get up at like 4.30-ish, go work out at um, at this gym. It's like a soccer complex. Um, but we used to just bring all our own stuff. And um, one of my mentors today, um, he's, I mean, he's sort of like my uncle now, but – uh, one of my mentors today, um Coach Mark, he I mean he was the head guy. Um he's also a strength and strength and conditioning coach at a at a at a top high school that you know most people know around the nation, Damatha. Um, so he would work us out, he'd train us, um, him, um, and and, and also Justin Winters. He had, he's at St. Francis, another notable um high school back in my area. Um, and we'd be there 5:30 in the morning with a bunch of other athletes like Blake Corm. We got Jalen McCain, He's, a, he's at uh, 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 Old Dominion. Blake Coram at, at Michigan. Me at Oklahoma. Uh, Jared Patterson um, on the Redskins running back. Juwan Bentley, Patriots linebacker. We had a bunch of guys that are you know big names and things like that. But um, I um, I work for it. That's that's simply it. Um, I don't really feel pressure. I don't really feel um, stressed about a lot of things because I've worked for for these type of opportunities that I've you know that I've, that I've gotten this past year. And, um, and even before that, when I said that I was going to come here as a walk on and earn my own scholarship and, and beat everybody out that I had to beat out and uh, work my tail off. So it was, it was the, it was the work that gave me the confidence um, to be where I'm at. Right. That's
0: a quarterback. That's such a quarterback response right there. Hey coach, don't worry about it. I'll walk on, just give the scholarship. Someone I'm going to be throwing to don't even worry about
1: it, coach. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I've seen that too, bro. Like, I, I witnessed you grow so much. We'll talk about more of that in a second. But real quick, one last question before we move into football and everything. Now, some people know and some people don't know, you were in high school while in college yeah. back in the spring.
2: How, how did that's that work? A, that's another part of the the, the process of, of getting here and setting my mind to something that I wanted. Um, so my high school, actually, we've never had a kid graduate, um, early. They still don't. Um, but since it was COVID time, they didn't let me graduate early, but since it was COVID time, we were doing school online. So I had to go, um, I got an apartment here in Oklahoma, obviously, and I was here working online high school wise, and I had five, I think I had six classes back home for high school. And then I got here, and I had five classes. Um, and so I had 11 classes in total. Uh, it was, it was. I mean, I say I don't feel pressure. I say I don't feel stress, But I think um, that time I didn't feel stressed. At least I thought I didn't. But once I was done, it was like a huge relief of like, I mean, it's 11 classes. So um, yeah. But like I like I said, I, I I set my mind to it, so I got here, and I was like, I'm getting this done. I'm gonna learn the playbook. I'm gonna learn the communication for the playbook wise. I'm gonna get all my school work done for college, and I'm gonna get all my schoolwork done for for high school, because um, I won't let not one person hold me back, and there's not one person that can hold me back except for myself. And that was the that was it. Um, NCA let it happen. My school let it happen. Oklahoma let it happen, and. Um, and I uh I, I told myself that nothing was gonna hold me back, not including myself. And normally when you do things like that and you know, you, you set your mind to something like that and you work towards it every day, and you normally complete that job.
1: I feel like we need to play the last four or five minutes of what you just said to every single recruit that comes into this place. <laughs> like <Yeah>. what? <laughs> yeah, uh, 1. That's wild. Yeah, I was never heard it, was,
2: of any- it was fun. Not really, but it, uh, was, it was. It was man.
1: Well, let man. me say first, as an old head, I'm, I'm super proud of you, bro, because sure that's it. something that has never been done. At least while I've been here, I'm not sure what's what's been done in the past, but I'm sure Brady. Sure,
0: that's never. I, I'm pretty sure that's never yeah. been done. That's
1: yeah. no,
2: it's at, it's actually never been done, um, ever in like NCAA.
0: Yeah, that's never been done. Yeah. That's oh. something crazy right there.
1: We might have the yeah. Caleb Williams rule coming up next or something.
0: <laughs> <I'm> saying like <laughs> that's crazy. no, yeah, like was, I said, like you was, said, it I'm it proud of you. Appreciate it. That, no,
2: appreciate that's crazy
0: it. to think that you were doing all that while balancing like spring practice. So I mean spring practice,
2: you know, yeah. spring workouts. first group workouts. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's yeah, first group workouts, that's uh yeah. painful.
1: Yeah, for those of you who don't know, that's what five thirty, five forty-five. That's five.
2: That's I'm getting up at five o'clock, five fifteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was that's a you had to. I mean, I set a routine for myself. Like I was in bed by eight, and it's like there was no later that I was going to sleep other than ten thirty. Like I wasn't going to sleep other than later than ten thirty.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully you you won't be back in that group anytime soon. No, no. So.
2: <laughs> I better not. <laughs> <laughs> I better not be back in that yeah.
1: game. Use a little bit of that QB one power, man. But yeah, no. honestly, speaking speaking on to you, real quick, just from the outside looking in, bro, as an old head, you really dominated the the beginning of the spring. You know, I yeah. honestly thought you, that that you were gonna take take over, like the first, yeah. especially the first couple of weeks, man. I'm like, bro, this kid has. Has the playbook down? You were making plays. You were executing yeah. the offense. And I, honestly, I'm like, I'm I'm one of those guys. I don't care how many stars you have because yeah. I, I was a three I was a three star and I've made my mm-hmm. way and I and I've seen five stars fold. So yeah, I'm still standing and that's why I don't I, I don't believe in that type of stuff. So I knew you were a good player, but I didn't. I don't give anybody credit until they step out on that field. So they, yeah, until so they start and putting so the work. Right. Exactly, yeah. and so for me to yeah. give you, I think as a freshman, you're the most credited player, credited player I've I've ever told other people about, and so yeah. um, but Spencer caught well, not Spencer caught up to you, but the second half of the spring, you know, he kind of yeah. fell off just a little bit, but you just came you came bit. in strong, you came in strong though for real, and yeah. I, I'm super proud of the progress that you've made. You know, I know Braden got some words for you, but. Before you continue on to the rest of the interview, I know I just had to say that. Yeah.
0: First impressions, man. I mean, hey, not going to lie to you. I remember calling my parents at one point and be like, they're like, yeah, so how's football going? Whatever the case would be, this is before we're actually playing football. This is like scale and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's going good, you know, scale. I mean, they always throw the ball to us to scale. But this new freshman quarterback, he be throwing the tight ends the ball. (laughs) I remember me and Jay hall I talked to him, talked about it before. I was like, I ain't going to lie. He just threw me the ball, times. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that.
1: (laughs) Uh, I remember... I swear, I remember having conversations with Brayden. I'm like, yo, we need to put Caleb in the game. Like, he, yeah. he throwing the tightest the ball every play. Like, I, I like this kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, that oh, was my first oh, impression. And then, as I got to know you more, obviously, like, we connected through sneakers and stuff like that. So... And then I didn't even know about the whole like eleven classes thing. I knew you were taking high school classes, but I didn't know it was like eleven classes. So that speaks to like, I mean, off the field. I mean, you were taking care of business. So overall, my first impressions of you were great because, like I said, I'm like looking for my looking out for myself. I'm like, yo, he throw the ball. He be tossing (laughs) it around. I like that. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Brandon Jeremiah here. Before we get back to the pod, we just want to take a second to let you know about our new way for listeners to support our podcast through buymeacoffee.com.
1: By going to buymeacoffee.com backslash 9x27, that's 9x27, you can super easily and securely leave a tip. Almost every bit of what you guys pledge will go to me and Braden, with the rest supporting the growth of the podcast. It's really quick and easy. Just go to buymeacoffee.com backslash 9X27.
0: There is no subscription or anything like that. Just wanted to provide a quick and easy way for you to support the show in our NIL endeavors if you feel so inclined. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com backslash 9X27. One more time, 9X27. You can leave
1: however much or little you want. We appreciate you guys for listening and all of your support. Now, back to the pod. For sure, for sure. Well, Caleb, moving on to what the people really, 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 really want to hear about, man, the Texas game. Yeah. Can you take us through the moment Coach Riley said you were gearing to go in? (laughs) (laughs) So...
2: man early in the game early in the game as we know uh um Spence was was Spence was uh they were having he was having a rough game in the beginning um early in the game and um yeah. for some reason the night before me and my dad were on the phone and we and, and the last thing we said cuz the night before the game I know I always uh Get a play sheet. I always go over it. I always write notes on the play sheet, front and back wow. things like that. Um, write down my assignment, where I'm supposed to be, certain things, checks, whatever it is. And so, um, I was doing all of that, and I was uh, I, my dad ended up calling me um, while I was downstairs in that that big old lobby we had, and it was kind of warm outside, so I was sitting outside. And I'm on the phone with my dad, and the thing was, there was there was a certain like. There was something in the air because me and my dad felt the same. We said the exact same thing. And I said, I said, uh, me and my dad, well, me and my dad said that tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow's probably going to be the day. Or tomorrow might be the day. We said something close to that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Or or it was something really close to that. I think it was, it was a little bit more like tomorrow's going to be the day. It was something closer to that than, than tomorrow might be the day. Um, but we were on the phone, and we both said it. Uh, he's like, Go upstairs, prepare, get a good night's rest, wake up, be ready. Um, and so, I mean, I, I always prepare bef- the night before the game, um, the same way. And I get my little popcorn, my little kettle popcorn chips that Rachel has for us. I get two bags, nice. late night snack, two grilled cheeses, and I get a bunch of Gatorade's and waters. Um, and so. Doing that, I'm eating. I'm going over my. I'm going over my notes that I wrote down, and writing more notes and things like that. But um, that was the night before. Wake up, like I said, and I work out. I work out before the game. Uh, before everybody gets up, with uh, well, when Wiley was here, I was working out with him in the morning. Um, and so we work. I go upstairs, we're working out. I had to go up a few flights, working out on top floor, and it was a certain. It was just like body felt good, mentally felt good um I wasn't tight. I wasn't not, nothing I wasn't any of that and it was just like a really good morning and we get to the game I'm juiced up cuz we get our little a little pump um from weights and then we go eat breakfast and then we go have our a little a little pump from the from the from the media team and after that we we get to the game and there's just like a certain feeling or energy that I have um so I'm preparing I'm 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 on the field after I stretch and all of that, I'm throwing, I'm sitting down, taking it all in. Um, And then, like I said, Spence starts to have a rough game and I'm like, well, well, they, 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 the kickoff return or whatever it was. Right. I look at Jalil, we're standing up. If you go back and somehow you can see me, we're standing up on top of the white, our white little uh, benches. I look at Jalil. I say, Oh, this might be the one. So <laughs> I, you can ask him. You go, you can go and ask him. I say, oh, this might be the one.
0: I'm Don't worry, head. Sooner is probably gonna fact check you on that. So someone's yeah. gonna pull that up. I promise you.
2: So so <laughs> I say to Juliet, I say, oh, this might be the one. And then it, it starts to go on a downhill trend, downhill trend. And I'm I'm sort of like smiling on the sideline. You can go check. I have a smirk or smile on the sideline. Um if if somehow they can find it. And and I'm just kind of pacing back and forth because I'm I'm so I'm at this point, I'm ready, like mentally, physically, like I've been waiting. Um, And you go ask JB. I was like, once 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 I get my shot, Justin bros once I get my shot. And I said in the summer inside the indoor, just me and him talking, I said, I'm not letting it go. Um, And 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 so, like I said, starts to go on a downhill trend. and. Um, I've been told to warm up before in the game. Like Tanner comes over to me, he's like, warm up, just in case. And so, like, I'm like, okay, I'll warm up. And I'm just warming up at this point. I'm just getting ready, not really getting ready to go in because I've been told in games before, which I didn't – I never went in after they told me to warm up. So I'm just warming up because I was told to warm up. I go get on the bike, all of that. And then Tanner comes back over with a certain look on his face. And he's like, like, come on. Like, and I'm like, all right. And so he's no. like, go to coach. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I've gone to coach before for meetings, like defense on the field, special teams, whatever. I've gone over coach for meetings, things like that with the QBs. Mid-game. And so after that, I'm walking over there and I'm just like, I'm like strolling. Like I'm not doing any any type of, I'm not hustling at all like at all i'm not hustling over to him and i'm strolling because i'm just like you know it's a normal meeting and things like that so i'm just chilling and so he looks at me he's like come on so i'm like okay i start i start trotting, and he's like come on you're going in and i'm like wait a minute like that's what he said to me he didn't say i didn't get any fair warning that i was going in like like it was one of those i go up to him he's like and I'm I'm not even going to him. I'm trotting to him after he tells me come on the first time and then he he looks at me again he's like come on you're going in and so I'm like I'm like oh okay all right let's go and I bu- I buckle up and I'm like and then after that I I look at all the guys in the in the face in the huddle that are in front of me linemen I'm pretty sure y'all were in there H bags wide receivers and I'm like let's go and and like let's let's go and uh, we ended up going down and. I think we got a field goal, and, and he kept me in. And once he kept me in, oh, man, I had all the yeah. confidence going out there. Um, but but when I went in and, and he kept me in after that first drive, I was like, oh, it's game time. So we end up going to halftime. And before I walk out, I make sure I pump the fans up. Before I'm walking yeah. out, I'm throwing my hands up, pumping them up, making sure everybody's up, make sure they see me, um, see my energy and things like that. And I get to the locker room, and I'm pretty sure y'all can remember I say, to every single person in the locker room, we're going to win this game. I go around shaking hands, shaking hands, shaking hands, and I tell them we're going to go win this game, um, and and coaches included. And we go back out and we get back on the field, and we're all locked in. We go out there with certain energy, a certain passion, um, and we go and we go and do the unthinkable. So,
0: man, man that passion that I I got to speak to that because you're right, man. The passion that not only you came in with, but that like juice the whole team with, bro. Oh, yeah. That passion was unmatched, that was bro. That, I like, mean, I
2: get, I get chills every time I talk about the game. Yeah,
0: that, every that, time that I get I get chills was, right now. Yeah, because <laughs> we were on it, like you said, we were locked in. We went, we went into halftime style. They walked up the ramp. They, we finna win this. We weren't even worried. Yeah. It was the craziest thing ever.
2: We had people trying to run, run up the ramp, and we were getting yelled at because we were trying to get in the locker room and get prepared. We right. weren't mad. We weren't man. It was man. That was that was that was awesome.
1: I wish I could have saw you say that we were going to win this game to the team. I was too busy throwing up. You were, in the yeah, you were
2: <laughs> throwing up in the back. I, I heard about the story to, with Link and
0: walking in on <laughs> like you throwing. Up.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't don't he told you the whole thing? Huh? Yeah, he, he told me. Story? Okay. Yeah. He told everybody the
0: whole thing. He told nah, everybody.
1: No, don't, <laughs> don't, don't say the whole story on, on the podcast. We are just gonna leave it at that, okay? <laughs> But oh man, now honestly though, like back to the game, that was so crazy, bro. Like from crazy. my perspective as an old head, I remember us running. What was it, Redskin? Uh, for the for the fans and listeners, uh, that's basically the the fake handoff, and um, I ran to the flat, and then you kind of waited too long and and uh threw it too wide. And in my yeah. head, I'm like, "Oh my gosh! Like, I just need, to, I need to make sure he stays calm. Like, I got you, bro. We're good." So I remember, like, yeah. any chance I could saying, you know, small words of encouragement to you. You know, like, "We got yep. this. We're good. Don't worry about it." And it's we, just, like, and as
2: soon as, as soon as I missed, we came over and like talked right away. It didn't, yeah. didn't matter what the next play was. We talked right away, right and there on so, the field, yeah. explaining what I did and explaining all of that. And we just went back to the next play and,
1: yeah, uh, went I down remember, and yeah. we did did. Yeah, I remember you explaining the play. I'm like, you don't gotta explain anything. Just play. Yeah, I guess that's what, what I that's thinking. what we were saying. Like, that's what yeah. Jay Hall
0: and I were saying. As old guys on the on the offense, we were like, hey, all we gotta do is make sure Caleb don't have to worry about nothing but just balling. As a yeah. young guy, you know, we was like, we were just like, hey, make sure the protection is crispy. Guys are running great routes. Like, just make yeah. sure he don't have to worry about nothing but going out there yeah. and balling. And
1: I remember getting on to the lineman. Yeah, I remember talking to Braden and getting onto the line, and I'm like, you have to block. Like, I don't want this kid to worry about anything. Just go make a play. (laughs) Like, let him go play. I didn't I didn't want you to number one, playing in Texas is a hell of a game. That was
2: that was freaking
1: yeah. Awesome. Even even for me, just I have to just take a second to to gather myself. So I could only imagine being in your shoes so as you know anything can happen
0: in the texas game so anything anything
1: literally crazy what do you what do you think of when you think of that texas game like is there anything that comes to mind like any just any specific one line or one word or any moment what's the first thing that you remember first
2: thing that i think of tom brady drew bledsoe okay First thing a I think comeback of, action. ready <laughs> come, come back action come back action Drew Bledsoe gets hurt Tom Brady goes in and he does his thing and and I always think to the moment um, where Tom Brady's doing this interview and he's explaining the whole situation he's like when you get your chance I every like I would have to do this to myself because of the situation I was in and I all you know confidence in myself and things like that how hard I worked I was frustrated a lot through the times, first couple six and a half games, I was frustrated a lot. Um, practice, everything, it was just frustrating, it was it was making me angry. And um, and so I would have to remind myself all the time: when you get your shot, if and when you get your shot, and I kept saying when I get my shot because I was gonna get it. When I get my shot, don't look back. And that's what that was basically what Tom Brady was saying. Um, is, is, is when you get your shot. You only you only get one shot. Sometimes you don't even get that. But when you get your shot, you take it, you take advantage of that shot and you go and you go and do your thing.
1: All right, Caleb. Well, you've certainly never looked back and have been taking this all the way ever since. And like I said, I'm so proud of you. But last thing before we wrap this thing up, man. So a lot going on. Lincoln leaving Uh, Spencer just got announced. He's going to South Carolina. Him and Stog just a lot. Congrats to them, by the way.
2: I'm happy for them. Congrats to them. Um, it was a fun journey being, been around them. So.
1: What was, what was your relationship like with, uh, with Riley and Spencer? Like, was it, was it smooth and everything? Like. It was smooth. Uh, uh,
2: it was smooth. Um, this whole Riley situation, it, it. It, I I like Riley. I always liked Riley, as you know. I mean, I came here to be coached by him, but uh, happy for him, his family, um, that situation that they are at. Um, I haven't been mad at the guy. I was just I was just a little uh, surprised by it. Um, BV, um, uh, me and Spence actually, me and Spence, um, we weren't best friends. Um, I can say that we weren't best friends, but we didn't we didn't hate each other um, either. Um, there's a bunch of other guys that I'm not best friends with, and I don't hate them either on the team. Everybody always tried to make a a, a thing out of out of nothing um, throughout the whole season. Um, just throwing that out there. Uh, there was nothing yeah. to be made from it. Um, I mean, it's guys that you meet all the time, or, or women that you meet all the time that you're not best friends with and won't be best friends with. But uh, you don't you don't hate them. You don't envy them. You don't do none of that. I'm I'm happy that he is now at SC with Coach Beamer. Awesome coach. Awesome guy. Um awesome family um and and also Stalk. Um, so uh, and then Coach B, Coach B V, sorry. I've I've known Coach 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 B V uh for, for a while now just because of all the Clemson visits I used to go on. Um and uh, he's he's always had a lot of energy. Um even to the times I didn't watch Oklahoma then, but even to the times that you know all the fans can look back to. When he was here at Oklahoma, I mean, he had a whole lot of energy then. He still has a whole lot of energy. Uh, he's going to keep having a whole lot of energy, and I think it was a great hire to to have Coach BV here.
1: Yeah, same. I, I agree. You know, like you said, the whole energy that definitely stuck out to me, and so I think he'll be a great fit here. Um, I'm looking forward to 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 what he does, and like you said, yeah, it, I don't think they could have made a better decision. So I don't know him too uh, well, but I'm looking forward to chopping it up with him. Just a few. And I can definitely understand the whole relationship with Spencer because uh, me and Braden definitely weren't best friends, you know, when he moved yeah. in my room. Uh, it took me a while to get used to Stog, you know, just yeah. so that chemistry wasn't there right away. So I can definitely understand. It takes a while to get used to guys that you're competing with, especially competing yeah. to take their spot. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure a lot of guys don't go through it. But also, just real, I think that's just something that isn't really talked about a lot. You know, you're not always – Buddy, buddy, with buddy, the guy. buddy, yeah, yeah, who yeah. has your spot? Like, you want something that he has. So yeah. naturally, there's going to be some. Yeah, Actually, I wasn't going to talk trash it's... about
2: him. Yeah, yeah no, never. I wasn't. I wasn't going to talk trash about him. I wasn't going to diss him. I wasn't going to um make him out to something that he isn't. Or, 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 or like I said, trash him. That wasn't my purpose. My purpose, come here and work. If the only thing I told Riley was that like, give me a chance and um i didn't want anything else except for a chance he said i can't promise you anything but a chance and that's all i i didn't ask for anything else um and 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 so i you know if i didn't beat him out then so be it that's that's his spot but if i did that's my spot um that's simply how it goes in my head
1: for sure for sure well caleb thank you so much for coming on to the pod is there anything you would like to leave with Sooner Nation before you head out. Any shout outs, mom, dad, brothers, siblings, roommates, teammates, anything.
2: All my guys, as you know, um at Oklahoma, all my all my guys that I um have been here and you know, been under the wing like you, uh, y'all too, B Will and Jay Hall and all the other guys and um obviously my Dukes and, and, and Pops, of course, and a and a few of my mentors, but um friends back home, but uh yeah, no, I I appreciate all y'all having me on. Um, uh, this was fun. I haven't been able to speak on any type of questionnaire yes, or Q and A or anything like that since I've been here. And uh, Link actually didn't have a problem with me doing it. It's just that was his role. Um, and we were mid season. I started playing and things like that. So um, just throwing that out there, he didn't care that I, if of all people that I spoke, because he knew that I could speak and speak well and you know say the right things, but that was his rule. We were playing. We were focused on the season, trying to get to playoffs and national championship. So I actually didn't have a problem with it because I was I was focused on that.
1: Well, Alex and the podcast on the Prayer Gang appreciate you for allowing us to be the first people in America to host uh, Superman himself. So <laughs> yes, sir. No, <laughs> not nah, nah for real. Thank you, Caleb. Uh, we appreciate you, brother.
2: Appreciate y'all.
1: And that is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Up next. We have our listener submitted questions. All right, everybody, moving on to our last part of the show, something that we actually haven't done in a while. You know, I kind of missed this part, Braden. Listener submitted questions. Like I said, it's been a minute, but we have a great, a great group of questions here. Braden, you want to start us off? What's the first one?
0: Yeah, I will. Uh, So, this is from Grant Jewel. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, This is from Twitter. And Grant says, if you could only watch one show for the rest of your life, what would it be? Now, Grant, that's a great question. I will have to say that I don't know if I would want to watch any show for the rest of my life. Like, that's just how I am. But if I had to choose one, man. You know, I really like Narcos back in the day, the one with Pablo Escobar. I think I could watch that a couple times over. So I, I, I have to go. On, I have to go Narcos,
1: bro. Honestly, there's. I don't watch live television for the most part, so I could give you a Netflix series like like you just did. I, Narcos is a. Is that a show? Or yeah, yeah, it's a Netflix series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can give. Yeah. I don't watch watch series like that either, so I I just had to give like a a series of show. But yeah.
1: Yeah, bro. I don't even have cable, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I stream my stuff. So yeah, Yeah. you know, we call college kids. (laughs) Anytime
1: (laughs) anytime I'm watching live TV, it's bootleg off my Amazon stick. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Anyways, man, if I had to choose, if I had to choose one, it'd probably be. I can't, I can't choose one. I'll give you two, though. I'll give you two. And I don't know, Brandon. if you know the two, you can just pick the best two for me. But Money Heist. Oh, great show. Money Heist. Yeah, bro. The second part, the last five episodes, I think, just dropped, I think, a day or two ago. And I watched
0: it. I watched them all in, like, two days. Great yes, show. Man.
1: Great. Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, my. I cried. Oh, I didn't cry. But I was very upset that it ended. It ended great. Like, it was... Everything was just you know, perfect, but man, that's definitely one that I could just keep on going. The only downfall with Money Heist, though, is that the original version is in Spanish. However, I'm always down for subtitles when it comes to this one, or just a little Spanish to English uh, translator, so Money Heist is definitely one, and my second would be, I probably sound a little bit nerdy on this one, but Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, Game of Thrones is great, too. Oh. Actually, bro, that's a, those are two bangers. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Game of Thrones is a good one. What? And you know, the funniest thing about that is back in the day when I was first about to uh, watch it, I I kept on telling people, I was like, I'm not watching that. Like, that's not my type of show, man. That's not my vibe. Like, whatever the case may be, I thought I had a perception of it. But when I actually sat down and watched it, man, oh, that was a great show. I ain't
1: gonna lie. That, those are two good choices. Yeah. Yeah, bro, you might have to switch up on that Narcos. I'm not going to lie.
0: I'll I, I vibe with the Narcos. I can't, I mean, those are two great choices, but they're your choices. So I can't, I can't steal them. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, nah, for sure. I actually, bro, I remember watching Game of Thrones for the first time. And the first season, I was so lost that I literally had to Google the family tree just for season one. I didn't want to spoil it. So I just, I Googled season one family tree just to keep up with it. And Kennedy, yeah. you know, my roommate KB, he was, he was, just saying bro keep watching keep watching keep watching and i just kept watching and fell in love with it but like i said those are my top two uh i don't even know if i've ever seen Narc. actually no i've seen narcos
0: see they have two like different Narcos.es they have like the one like i said with pablo escobar and they have like one with um like the mexican cartels and everything like that and i think by far the the pablo escobar one is way better but pretty good copy that <laughs> Moving on, you might to,
1: have to go watch it. Yeah, I will. I'll look into it. Moving on to our next show, or not next show? Oh my goodness! Moving on to our next question, Elliot Havens off of Instagram, they ask, "What is an article of clothing that you own that you can't live without?" You already know what I'm gonna say. Two, seven, and <laughs> number nine, number one in your hearts, boy. Yes, sir. I'm wearing it right now for everyone that cannot see me. I am wearing the nine by 27, number one in your hearts, per me media hoodie. Don't miss the next sale. Get it while it's hot. My boy Alex is going to hook y'all boys up. I think. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, <laughs> definitely a hoodie. I can't live without a hoodie, man. I wear a hoodie wherever I go, unless it's like 98 degrees outside. I wear a tank top and a hoodie. I wear a hoodie, no shirt. I wear a hoodie on top of a hoodie. Like, <laughs> I just love hoodies, man, it's, especially now because I'm bald. You know, I just throw that thing up on the hood. Yeah. Yep. that hood is vital. Vital. Got to have the hood.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to agree with you there. First off, I wore my uh, my pot on a prairie uh, hoodie to my presentation that was just a way of me kind of getting out of my uh, dressing up a little bit. Also, but you know, I was repping the game, you know, so I had to rep the, I had to rep the squad. So I wore that to the uh, presentation and you know, I, I, at the end I was like, Oh, by the way, this is a sweatshirt for my podcast. Go tune in. So we might have 30 new uh, listeners. So if y'all are listening, shout out y'all. But, uh, oh, also my professor, he's uh he's a, uh, he listens to the podcast every week. So, Hey, shout out to my professor ransom. Um, but, Going back, getting back to the question, same thing, hoodie, of course. But I also have another easy answer. The what? Durag. Oh, my gosh.
1: The Durag? <laughs> I guess.
0: Durag, man. It, the wave life is is serious, man. I wonder why I have it on all the time. It's because sometimes I'll be getting lazy. I don't be wanting to brush. Well, the Durag preserves that all that work, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, hey it's, something it's something vital, man.
1: Understood. Understood. At least you take your do rag off every now and then, though. Like I know what your hair looks like.
0: Oh yeah, and I mean, I most of the time I only do it when I have activities that are like could mess it up, like workouts and practice. Like at home, I don't really wear my do rag because it's not. It's no problem. Yeah,
1: I know a yeah. lot of guys, bro. A lot of guys on the team they wear the do rag so much I forget what they look like with hair. Like I remember, <laughs> I remember Mikey. Bless his heart, I miss the bro. But I remember Mikey, he would wear his do rag so much when he took it off. I was like, Oh my God, is that you? Like
0: <laughs> when he and when he switched his hairstyle, we were like, Oh, we didn't even know because they were to do it. I know. No, but I had to I had to throw that one in there. And obviously, funny story, funny story before we move on to the next question. Uh, and I know you remember this, mid game, maybe hey. Hey, Sooner Nation, maybe one of your kids – this was one of your kids. But at the oh, game, yeah. mid-game, yeah. I got asked – a kid asked me if he could have my durag. Like, mid-game. I was like, you can't have my durag, but, I mean, I could go get you a cap or something. Oh, my gosh. That little <laughs> – I was like, I don't know if you yeah. want my durag, but – I and I kid you not. Five minutes later, he goes up to the – like, up to the top, where his probably his parents were. He comes down, and he has one of those, like – uh what do they call like the little uh, like bandanas that like they sell the Jordan bandanas? Yeah and he has it wrapped around his head and tied up
1: like it's a do-rag. <laughs> he's like he's like be real. <laughs> Look at my do rag. Oh my god. What is what what is it? White kid? Black? Yes, it's a white kid. White kid, yeah. I, I that's what I thought. I remember it being a, a little white kid. I've never seen So shout out to him. Yeah. I, I've never seen a little white kid with a do rag on. So.
0: <laughs> shout out to him. I might have to parents if you're listening, go get that kid a do rag.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moving on to our last question. We were talking about it before we hopped on the show. Brandon doesn't really have an answer, so I guess I'll I'll, I'll yeah. spare him some time. I'll let you read it, though, and then I'll answer it. All
0: right, the last question is from Katie Hyland. I hope I'm saying that right again. From Twitter, uh, she says, you get three people, dead or alive, to join you at dinner. Who are you choosing? No family,
1: no friends, et cetera, et cetera. All right, I've... Prepared myself for this question my entire life, and so my answer has has never been the same. Actually, it's it's switched up once. Instead of going, actually, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say the first two first. First two is The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. That's that's the same person, by the way, guys. Um, Kevin Hart, and. Um, Michelle Obama. Sometimes I've switched between Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, but I think I'm leaning more towards Michelle just so I can get a a, a lady figure in there, a woman. You know, women have great advice, you know, but I say The Rock and in, in, in Kevin Hart because them together, all the movies they do together, all the experiences that they've had together is something that I would love to strive for with any friend or any partner or just some. Just anything that, you know, they've done in their lives and all the accomplishments that they've made, I, I want to do one day. And so, and the Rock played football. So his transition from playing in Miami with with that super team, all those guys that went on to the NFL, and that would be a, a heck of a story to hear in person. And uh, just Kevin Hart, just because he's funny and and, and experienced, just in life and he's messed up a lot. And so I would love to hear about his mistakes and his family. And Michelle, simply because, you know, whether or not you believe Barack Obama and his family were ripe for presidency or not, you know, they made it there. And so to hear from the first Black people to ever hold office, um, President of the United States, uh, First Lady, uh, I think that would be invaluable, you know, just to hear their story and Everything that they've had to go through. So those are those are my three, my top draft picks. So, yeah. Oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> now it's my turn. Actually, I, I've been kind of thinking about it since we talked about it before we started recording. But when you said you know Michelle, I was like, oh, I gotta get a I gotta get a lady in mind too. The first lady that popped up is Beyonce. Love me so Beyonce. Come on now, Queen B. <laughs> oh yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Beyonce's been my crush for like like 15 years, like ever since I can remember. So got to put Beyonce in there. Uh, I know this might be a popular answer right now, but I've always liked Kobe since I was a youngin, because my dad was a real big Kobe fan, like really big Kobe fan. Um, So I have to throw Kobe in there. And then uh, the third one, mm, that's tough. I might have to go Barack Obama too, because it's just a, that's just a, I mean, I remember being, um, you know, regardless of what you think about him or not, it was just such a a big moment for the African-American community. I remember like staying up uh, to like late in the night until he got announced the president and everything like that. So it's just just for the significance factor, of, you know, of our community. I would just have to, you know, have dinner with him. Yeah, so bro,
1: I remember my fourth I was in fourth grade when we completely stopped class and watched the inauguration. And so, um, like you said, huge part for the black community and just people in general to look up to a minority figure and see the accomplishments that him and his family have made. All right, Sooner Nation, that's all we have for listener submitted questions. Thank you guys so much for continuing to interact with our page, continue to give us followers, man. Actually, Braden, I think the podcast on the prairie needs to hop on that Sooner follow train.
0: Yeah. Hey, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. That would be great. Maybe we could get something like that going. John Shoop, if you're listening, Monty uh, Cisco. Cisco,
1: Cisco. Yeah.
0: I might be butchering it, but you know who I'm talking about. Hey, might need to get that going. So let's get up, board. Yo,
1: John puts in
0: work. He does. I forget his last let's, name. Let's, John Shoop. Shoop. Let's get my boy some followers. That's, yeah. my, that's my guy.
1: Shout out to our boy, John. We're going to tag you under the tweet after we post the next episode and and let you know that we got we got a special part for you on the podcast so you can hear this part and, and get us some more followers man let's let's get the podcast to 10k please please that'll help us out but that'd be great appreciate you guys um that's all we got man brayden anything for the people hey same as always love y'all man love y'all boomer and yeah, it's